Kirill Kaprizov's on pace to score how many goals? What about Sam Steele? What about Freddie Goudreau? We take a look at scoring pace for several key wild players, as well as who could be staying or going at the end of the year today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks, as always, for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Just a reminder, you can find Locked on Wild on all of your favorite podcast platforms absolutely free of charge. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we look at whether key players on the Minnesota Wild roster will hit their current scoring projections or if they may come up a little short and some surprise names such as Freddie Goudreau having great offensive seasons. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider. Today's episode of Lockdown Wild brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On Sports. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. Joined today by Charles Stewart, one of the regular reoccurring guests here on Lockdown Wild. Charles, it's the all-star break Wilder off until the 6th, and so no better time to just take a look at where everybody is at with scoring uh, as we have uh, a week without any wild games to cover. So we're going to take a look, and we'll go over or under based off of uh, current scoring pace. we got to start with Kirill because he's on pace for a bazillion goals again this season. Currently projected for 46 goals. 55 assists, and 101 points on the season. So, Kirill Kaprizov, over or under 101 points at the end of the year? See, I like over, um, and I know Kirill's not going to burn me on this one. Kirill's going to have to be a one-man wrecking crew for the rest of the year. Uh, Wilder just a few points back from the number one spot, and if we're really going to push and really turn it around after this all-star break, Kirill's going to have to score and score and score. And I think he's going to go over in goals, and I like over uh, over in total points as well just because he's going to go off. I would love to see him have like a 10-goal month of February because it's, it's, a tricky, it's a tricky month to navigate with several games against current playoff teams or teams that are in the postseason picture. So I'll go this, I'll go this way just to kind of follow up with it. Uh, do you think then that Kaprizov bests his season totals from last year? Little, little lower in the assists category as of right now, but right on pace with goals. Do you think he breaks both of those records here this season? Yeah, like I just said, I think the assists is going to be tough unless we really get some firepower at the center position. Love Sam Steele. Think he's a great guy. But I, I just don't see uh, him passing to Sam Steele much just to get those goals. I think Kirill's going to have to take it into his own hands. I think he's going to be ripping shots left and right second half of the season. 
um, green light every time. I think goals are going over. I, I just think Kirill's just going to explode. I could see a hat trick here or there. Um, but in terms of assists, I just don't know if he's going to have that, just have that help. Yeah. And, and to be honest, I mean, we, we love Kirill, the facilitator, but if we get Kirill, the goal scorer as his primary weapon down the stretch, I think everybody is going to say, yeah, we're, we're in, we're win-win in that situation. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's just so much fun to see Kirill score. I mean, him and Zuki have their little back and forth go around. I mean, Sam Sam Steele will be skating around wherever, and it'll be, <laughs> you know, it'll be two people, two man wrecking crew with Kirill and Zuki out there. Um, but yeah, like you said, if we can see Kirill the goal scorer and have him absolutely pop off, I'd love to see it, and I think it would help the Wild tremendously. And teams wouldn't know what to do how to stop that. Speaking of Matt Zuccarello, let's take a look at uh, at where the Lizard King is at with his current projections. Currently projected for an 82-point campaign, 32 goals, 50 assists, and 82 points uh, pegged to play in uh, 79 games here uh, this season. What do you think about that projection for Zuccarello, over or under? Yeah, I think at the start of the year, his uh, projections were a little bit higher. I think he's had a little bit of a rough stretch, and I, I, I think he'll turn around. Zuki's a great player, and how can't you when you're playing with Kirill? Um, so I kind of sound like a broken record, but I like over for <laughs> Zuki. I think his assists will be up. Goals, I don't know, because I'm going to be leaning heavily on Kirill uh, this second half after the All-Star break. But I like assists up, and I think that could get his points there, like how uh, goals will get Kirill uh his points up as well. So I like it. Yeah, I would, um, I I'm almost leaning towards if he has like an 80 to an 85 point campaign, 25 goals feels like a nice, a nice number for him. Now you look at Zuccarello right now, he's got 19 goals. So that means only six the rest of the way. So maybe he does have more than that, but I think you're right on. If, if we see Kaprizov kind of take control of that top line and do more of the shooting, then that's going to mean that Zuccarello is going to be passing him the uh, the puck a little more. So I think that's right on. But uh, I, I will also take the over for both Kaprizov and Zuccarello in this case. Uh, let's finish here to start with the new $49 million man, Matt Boldy, signing his uh, extension with the Wilds. And he has been on a nice little run since getting his numbers up to more where we would hope they would be. Currently on pace for 62 points, 27 goals, 34 assists. What do you think about those? Can he beat them, or is that is that right about where he could should probably finish? I don't know. Matt Boldy, go off, young man. I mean, <laughs> he's had a great month of January. He signed the paper, and, I mean, he is he's proven it. He is. Um, I was a little afraid that uh, once you get your big contract, kind of like NBA, you prove yourself, and you're like, all right, let me take a step back. Boldy is showing no signs of slowing down. He's actually heating up, and he's heating up at the right time, too. We need it, um, especially if he can hold it through the All-Star break. We need Boldy to just go on an absolute tear here in the month of February. It'll be a tough month uh, with some tough teams, but I like Boldy big time in overs. I really do, especially in goals. I think Boldy will just go off. He'll expand as a player. Yeah, I'm I I think we're going to see him pick it up here a little bit uh to get to that over 30 goals and um I'll I'll say that he gets to I'm I am bullish maybe 
I think he'll get up towards 70 points. So we'll uh, we'll see what he has in store. But uh, those are kind of the, the main cogs in this wild offense. There are a few other guys, such as Jewel Erickson Eck, such as Freddie Goudreau, that have been pleasant surprises with offense so far this season. So we'll see where they are slotted in as we continue to take a look at point projections for several key pieces of the Wild offense here on Locked on Wild after this. Our next partner has a product I use every single day of the week. And I started taking AG1 because it simplifies your vitamin and supplement routine. All it takes is one delicious scoop of AG1 and you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. And the best part about Athletic Greens is it's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, make sure you check out the Lockdown NHL podcast to get the full lowdown on everything leading up to the All-Star game for the National Hockey League. Continuing to look at point projections for several key members of the Minnesota Wild with Charles Stewart. All right, we're going to the secondary guys now. We're going to start with Jewel Eriksson Ek, who is doing it again. Ever since he signed his extension, just continues to just increase the uh, the goal projections uh, season by season and is on pace right now for 31 goals, 38 points, uh, 38 assists, 68 points in 82 games for Jeek. Over, under, or right on the money? See, this is tough because, yeah, the grief line has been – it hasn't been what it has been in the past, and that's my major concern. But, I mean, Jewel Eriksson is an absolute workhorse, so you know he'll get his due. I think he's right around where he's projected, um, so I, I'm having a tough time going over or under. If, if the grief line can pull it together and be what they were of old, I think uh, – I would have no uh, no issue sending him over. But as of right now, I've got him kind of sitting there plateaued. Um, but like I said, I mean, he works hard every game. Nothing's going to get under his skin. He's always going to be in front of the net, getting that trash, putting it in the goal. So I just like his projection. I, I like I like that description, getting the getting the trash on the rebounds and just, uh, just blasting him past the net. Oh, and scoring shorthanded goals now too. Just add that to the – Add that to the arsenal. I I think I think I'm going to go slightly under, but right. I I think that I think he's right on because it's you know he becomes a 20 goal scorer 
then a 25-goal scorer, and the next logical point for him to go is to be like a 30-goal guy. Power play being better this year has helped, and so he's going to get those opportunities, and I, I think he'll finish right around 30, right around that probably that uh, that 65 to 70 point mark. So I'll I'll settle in on that for uh, for Jewel Erickson Eck. Let's well, I mean we're just going to look at the rest of the centers here, I guess, because uh, <laughs> next up is maybe one of the more pleasant surprises offensively for this team and sneaky surprises. Freddie Goudreau is currently on pace for 19 goals, 19 assists, 38 points. It's a little bit below his point total last year, but it's more goals. Over under for Freddie Goudreau hitting 34 points and 19 goals. Friendly Freddie, the absolute goat, saver in overtime, or in the shootout, excuse me. I I like his over. I really do. I mean, how can you root against this guy? Um, I, I'm going to be honest, to much of my own chagrin, I didn't know much about him before he came to the wild, but he is he's done everything and impressed me since he's been here. His hands are so nice, especially on the shootout. We just saw that yesterday. Um, I like his overs and goals. I mean, this man is an absolute find for the wild, and I love to see it. And we're going to talk about an interesting scenario to finish the show when we play uh, stay or go because I think there's going to be a decision made that involves a couple of guys that play similar roles. Freddie Goudreau is one of them. Ryan Hartman is the other. Uh, and so we'll, we'll talk about that scenario uh, as we finish the show. I think – I think this is right on for Goudreau. I mean, he is starting to – him and Matt Boldy have been starting to pick it up. They played great with Felino as their line mate, so maybe maybe the Wild stick with that for a little while to uh, to try to get those guys some opportunities. But um, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say right on the money with Freddie Goudreau. Let's finish with Sam Steele. Sam Steele is currently on pace – and these are going to be career highs across the board because he was never really more than a fourth liner for the Anaheim Ducks. He's on pace for 14 goals. He's on pace for 24 assists, 38 points, getting benefiting from that top-line play with Kaprizov and Zuccarello. What do you think about those numbers for Steele? Yeah, it's hard not to shoot the over when you're playing with Kirill and Zuki. Um I mentioned it a little bit ago uh, before the pod. You could throw a bag of potato chips out there. <laughs> it would put up points. If you're playing with Kirill, you give him the puck, and he i mean—he just does magical things with it. Um, so I like his over and assists. I, I don't think his goals are going to be over. Um, do I think he's a number one center for this team long term? No. I guess we'll get into that for the stay and goes. Um, but for the – self-proclaimed and many wild proclaimed uh, stand in Marco Rossi uh, center right now. Um, you know, hopefully uh, I think he's doing pretty well. So I like his, I uh, like his over for a few things. I'm, I'm a, have an interesting theory here is that I think Steele has a chance down the stretch to hit the over with goals because he has been, and I think some of it is just kind of bad luck. He has been pretty snake bit in finishing. He's had some really good looks in front of the net, just has not been able to bury them. And if some of that evens out 
and he still gets those requisite opportunities down the stretch, he could end up with 16 goals somewhere around there. So I'll take the over there. Um, but that also assumes that he stays in that role for the uh, rest of the season. If he moves, obviously those numbers are going to going to climb back down. So I will say over, but also would not be surprised if it ends up being under because there are a few other variables in play there too. Yeah, definitely not going to bet the life savings on it. Um, and it's funny you met, uh, mentioned being snake bitten. Um, it's kind of like when Hartman played uh, in the playoffs and he was snake bitten, couldn't hit the goal. Victor Rask did it. Maybe it's between Krill and Zuki. You get to play with magical players, but you got to let them do their thing. And yet maybe, no, I can't put that out there. But, <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but you know what? Um, like you said, I wouldn't be shocked if Sam Steele, if you, I mean, if you're in between Krill and Zuki, your numbers will go up. They definitely will. But if he gets taken out of that role, they they will shoot down. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't bet all your money on it. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be cautious with this one um, and just kind of let it play out. The final player I wanted to bring up because I didn't actually realize he had this many goals until I was uh, it was brought to my attention after the uh, the Sabers game. Jared Spurgeon has nine goals currently for the Wild. He's on pace for 15 goals. 26 assists, 41 points, and so if he does end up playing the full 82, that would be his career high in goals, and that would be right around his career high in points. Does he keep it going, though? Do you think over or under for Spurge? God, I hope he keeps it going. He has been a single-man terror for other teams. I mean, he has been stopping breakaways. I mean, he's been throwing up his body blocking shots. I hope for the over. I really do. Um, do I think it's super likely? I think he's going to probably be right around projected. Um, but Jared Spurgeon, I mean, he's doing everything defensively, offensively. I mean, he is a man possessed out there. So if he can keep it going, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go over. I would lean towards over um, rather than under. But like I said, plateauing, I would be perfectly fine with 15 goals for Spurgeon. Um, I think that would be a great season for him. And if you watch any wild game, you'll see him out there making an impact, making a difference. Um, and he's just been legendary this year. So I'd lean towards over, but yeah, like I said, just right around there is solid. Yeah. And he, I mean, plays that impact the game. He had the, uh, the block in front of flurry in the, uh, the Sabres game late to uh, keep that game at a tie it's just it's stuff like that on a nightly basis, and now the offense is starting to contribute as well. I will. Uh, I'm going to push. I'm just going to say I think that 15 is a is a perfect number, and so we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. More scoring from the offense could potentially pull those numbers lower. So again, we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. But we are going to finish by playing a little game I like to call staying or leaving with key members of this wild group, such as Matt Dumba, Jordan Greenway, but also a couple of names that uh, could be intriguing. Ryan Hartman. We'll discuss that to finish off today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Today's episode is brought to you by the official sportsbook partner of Locked on, the number one sportsbook in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that is even better because they have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. 
Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of Locked On. Final segment of today's episode of Locked On Wild. Once again, thanks for making Locked On Wild your first listen every single day of the week. The content rolls on with the Wild on the All-Star break. We get a ton of episodes for you here, so make sure to stay tuned. And no better time, if you have not already, to hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any of our content throughout the week. All right, Charles, staying or leaving? And we're going to go with some of the obvious ones first. And this is this is up to either the trade deadline or in the offseason as well, just a general sense of if these guys are going to be here next season or if they're going to move on. Let's start with Jordan Greenway. Ooh, that's a tough one. I thought you were going to throw out everyone's fan favorite, Matt Dumba, <laughs> right away. But um, Jordan Greenway, he's got to get his stuff together, man. I mean, like I mentioned it earlier, the, the grief line just has not been its shutdown line. It has not been our absolute juggernaut that we throw out there against top lines. I need him to start producing. I need him to start throwing bodies down. Uh, he's got a big frame, like 6'4". I mean, he's got to start putting in some more work. Get, get some weight off of Erickson X back. I mean, he's going to break it soon for carrying that line. Uh, I, I, I want him to be here. I really do, but I just don't see it if he starts collapsing. I mean, if he's, I mean, he's very injury prone. I wouldn't be shocked if he, he gets moved, uh, but breaking up the grief line would be tough. I'm going to be honest. It, it would because when at its peak, it is one of the premier shutdown defensive lines in the NHL. But I look at it this way. Brandon Duhame, who is smaller, shorter, is like two to three times more prone to throwing his body weight around than Greenway is at this point. And I see a lot in his game that kind of mirrors what Jewel Erickson Eck does where he just is a pain to play against out there on the ice. And it leads me to wonder if you could get some of or close to that same like expectation for what Greenway is supposed to do by putting Duhame in that spot. And I'm to the point where I'd like to see that happen. Uh, obviously, his production on the ice from an offensive standpoint has been almost zilch for the better part of two months, which is not great. So I am going to put Greener... I'm going to put Big Rig in the leaving category. Yeah, which is sad. I, I love the not weird wild ones. I mean, he's such a fun player to have on the team. But at the end of the day, I mean, is it really about fun or is it about winning? I, I hope it's about winning. I really do. Um, it'd definitely be sad to see him go. But, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on this one for sure. Uh, let's move on to Matt Dumba. Pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty easy. Pretty easy. 
Yeah, I think everyone in the state of Minnesota wants him to stay. So that's right now. <laughs> that's not where I'm going. Um, I think if we extend Dumbo or have him for another year, I, <laughs> I don't know what fans would do. I'm going to be completely honest. Um, he's a great guy. Um, he's given, given us some great moments uh, as a franchise. But I, I think it's time to part ways with Matthew Dumba. I really do. Yeah, it, it is time. And it, it is – it's okay to look back. And like you said, he, he's had some fantastic moments throughout his career. It's also perfectly acceptable to acknowledge he's nowhere near what he was. And it's just it, – it's just a natural point for this chapter to end. And whether it be – Brock Faber, whether it be somebody else that maybe the Wild bring in to fill his spot in the lineup, it's just time to get some somebody else on the ice uh, in that spot to uh, to put in the back end of that uh, of that decor. Jonas Brodine has been carrying that partnership for <laughs> years on defense, so he's he's paid his dues. It's time to get him a defensively capable line mate uh, so that he doesn't have to so that he doesn't have to do everything in that pairing. <laughs> He's been aging at a rapid pace. I mean, I, if you watch a wild game, Dumba's good for at least one giveaway a game, which normally results in a two on one breakaway, or maybe it's a one on O it's either putting flurry out to dry or bro Dean has to somehow get back and cover, cover his rear end. So I, <laughs> I just someone else, please, please get someone else. Carson Lambos, like you said, Brock Faber, someone in the prospect pool, trade for someone, sign someone. It's just time to move on. Do it. Um, Ryan Hartman. And let me, let me propose a scenario to you. Freddie Goudreau is an impending uh, free agent at the end of the season. If the wild were to look at this as, keep one or the other, not both. In that scenario, you're keeping Goudreau, right? Yeah, you are. Um, I believe both are on pretty cheap contracts. Um, But just purely based off of this season, especially the last few games, since Hartman's gotten back, I mean, he's been in the sin bin for a majority of his time out there. It's been an absolute mess. Dean is sick of it. Um I don't know. He just he's a little too uh, hot tempered right now. He's got to settle down, get his game back. Um, Like we said about Sam Steele, when you're not playing with Kirill and Zuki, you will see your numbers drop and maybe he's getting frustrated with that. But I got to see some more production because right now, friendly Freddie is uh, he's going off and he might he'll take a. Hartman's spot if uh, Hartman keeps slacking a little bit. Yeah. And I mean, he is obviously Goudreau has has developed some semblance of reliability from Dean he can he's played on the top line before he's played up and down the lineup he can help you on the penalty kill and he's showing offensive upside so I think if it gets to where one spot for those two guys I think Hartman is the one at this point that ends up being kind of the outside looking in yeah which with with uh which with big rig It'd be sad to see him go. I mean, Hartman has so many great memes, moments. I mean, uh, it would be tough. It would be tough. But, I mean, it, most notable when he's flicking off. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, 
he's such a great guy. I mean, like all these guys, so it's tough to see him go when they're part of your team. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, he's got to go. If, if we're looking purely statistically, take emotions out of it, he's got to. Yeah. The final one, this is interesting. This is the, this is the one that will kind of make everybody think. Marc-Andre Fleury. Oh. Yeah. Um, Gustafson, you know what? I, I thought Gustafson uh, for the Talbot trade, I was, I was terrified. I was. Um, I thought Talbot Fleury was going to be our one-two combo, but I've been proven wrong. Um, he, he's been under fire. Our defense <laughs> hasn't been giving him much help, uh, but you know what? He's proved all the haters wrong. He really has. He's been showing up, uh, and we also have Wallstedt trying to push his way through. He's been on a little bit of a tear recently um, in Iowa. If you haven't been paying attention, there was a video of him yesterday kind of just jamming out to the music. He's been having a day. Uh, he has a goal in the AHL. That's awesome. But uh, I'd love to see I'd love to see Flurry mentor him. I really would give him a year uh, year under Flurry. But then, then what are you doing with Gustafson? Uh, you can't have three goalies. You can't send Gustafson down to the AHL. Cause I don't think he deserves that after playing really well this year so far overall, I think if you have to choose, I think you keep flurry another year with Gustafson uh, and give uh, Jesper Wallstedt some time in Iowa, just a little bit more time, but if push comes to shove and you really need one and Wallstedt, hopefully God forbid, no one gets hurt. But if Wallstedt has to come up and play and he proves himself, then there's some argument there, but so far I'm on stay. Yeah. I, I think, I think it'll be probably the last ride for Flurry, and so depending on what happens this season, uh, if the Wild are able to make the playoffs, you may see them do a little bit of a tweak to the roster and try to want it, run it back one final time, one last ride, as they like to say when uh, when players are getting close to retirement. But um, he Flurry's had a bunch of games where he's been really, really good. He's had some clunkers, but he, I think, is starting to get back towards that Flurry's really good level uh, here over the last few games. And so I think there's still enough in the tank that I think he will come back for uh, at least one more go. I'm, I'm thinking it'll probably be the last one, but who knows? I mean, if he's still if he's still performing at a productive level, who's to say he couldn't play another year or two after that? Yeah, for sure. Um, and like we touched on before, he's just got to get some help defensively. I mean, like you said, he's a magical goaltender. He has his moments. He really does. And people forget that he's, what, two years removed from a Vesna season with um, with the Golden Knights. And, you know, it, it breaks my heart to bring up that, that moment in the playoffs. And it really does. But, I mean, that man is still in there. Um, I would love to see those, uh, those blockers and rebounds getting kicked away. Yeah. Uh, from the other team, but um, that's up to your defense to kind of clear out that trash. So I like him, like you said, for the stay. Uh, one last dance. I, I like it. Um, let us know in the comments any of those guys that we touched on, if you think they will be staying or leaving. If there are any other players that weren't mentioned that you think may be potentially dangled as trade bait or just will leave um, through free agency, what have you, let us know. Leave a comment on YouTube, and uh, I will certainly circle back to this here later this week. That will do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. So now that your first listen of the day is finished, make sure you check out the Locked on NHL Prospects show. 
to get the full lowdown on everybody chasing Connor Bedard in the 2023 NHL draft, as well as the other names that will be highlighting the selections in Nashville this year. Locked on NHL Prospects is available on all of your favorite podcast platforms, just like Locked on Wild. So make sure that you subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms, subscribe on YouTube, follow us on social media so you don't miss out on any content throughout the week. We're keeping you as up-to-date as is possible on the Minnesota Wild with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network.